Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's headphones nailed! What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you this week's mishmash of reviews and updates and things that I watched for this week. So I'm going to start it off with a couple of trailer updates of content that I found interesting. Um, this week's video game review, which I'll also provide a little bit of update on the last video game review. And then I'm going to round it out with my review of, or from my rewatch of Game of Thrones. So with that being said, let's jump right into it. So this week from San Diego Comic-Con, there were a couple of bits of information that I found interesting. Not to say that it's everything that's good that came out of it, but these are the ones that stood out. So first off, it looks like we're getting a new comic book run called Batman Gargoyle of Gotham. So it explores the story of what if Batman shed the Bruce Wayne persona and went full Batman, didn't switch back to Bruce Wayne, uh, got rid of that personality and all of that. So that looks like it's something that is coming in 2024, I believe it was. So look out for that. I just thought that it was interesting. The animation style was really good. Um, there was a video trailer for it, so I thought that was kind of weird. So I first I thought maybe it's going to be a limited run uh, TV show or something like that. So maybe there is or they're going to have something along those lines instead of a comic book run or something. So look out for that if you're a Batman fan. And then as a follow-up to last week's review for The Walking Dead Dead City, we got a trailer and update that it will be returning for a season two. So we're going to get the continuing adventures of um, Negan with that new community, um, potentially um, a team up again with uh, Maggie. Maybe Maggie goes back to save Negan, bring him back from that community. So um, basically a follow-up to season one. So um, really pleased and glad to hear that. And um, the show notes will have a link to the trailer for that. Nothing much special there, more kind of like a recap of season one. And um, they've been greenlit for a season two. 
So that's all there is for that. Um, so as far as the video game review update, um, so far, or as of earlier this week, there still wasn't an update as far as a fix for Knights of the Old Republic for Android. It was still randomly crashing for me, so I got to thinking what video game I could play. I was originally going to play Voxel Doom, which uh, turns all the models in Doom into more 3D sprites, better animations, and things like that. But then I remembered there was a mod called Brutal Doom, which takes the Doom platform and makes it more modern to the point of what if you could rotate your gun um, in a more circular fashion, fashion so rather than just along the um, x-axis you could also move around on the y-axis and whatever the diagonal axis is called. I think it's a z-axis. So basically you can move uh, freeform move your weapons around. Um, it also adds more gore and special visual effects so it makes it more of a 3D platform so when you explode or when you shoot at barrels and they explode it has more animations and sprites there's more gore on the um demons of hell when you kill them so essentially it makes it a more realized version of doom than what was originally released and it's nothing bad against the original platform it was released with the hardware capabilities of the time but what if they made doom you know 10 years later or five years later and they had these options so you could make it a more realized game so you do have faster moving um, sprites and things like that and so far as far as what i've gone through the game you have a few more character models so there is you know scientists with axes so think of it like um half-life characters kind of but um it makes the environment a little bit more presentable and then the demons move towards you they have better firing weapons so it makes it a little bit more harder even on the easier levels because the uh weapons animations are that much uh faster and smoother and reactive and things like that um i don't see that there's too much as far as graphical updates but the models do have that voxelized effect so when you they uh rotate and move around you do get a more 3d effect so um, as far as I've, as I've gotten so far, it is really good and really interesting, makes me want to keep playing it. So that's the current gameplay that I am going through to the point where I am actually curious to see how the first uh, mission ends and we get the Barons of Hell. I, and I am really super curious to see how um, that plays out and then um, what happens with the rest of the game with um, enemies like the Cyber Demon and... Um, the spider mastermind um as far as the platform i'm playing it on it is still on android um i'm using a version of gz doom that's part of an android app called delta touch so if you want to play the game yourself then um that's kind of how you would play the game on android aside from the official doom ports released by bethesda so if you want to play different mods that you can't play through the official doom app for android um, you would go to the Google Play Store, install Delta Touch. There is a free version, which I'm not sure what the limitations are there, but I did um, buy the license for it. So um, it unlocks all the features. I don't have to worry about what works and what doesn't work, but you install Delta Touch. You can pick from one of the different um, uh, available engines. So there's GZ Doom, Z Doom, which is an open source or a more open source version of GZ Doom, and then there's a few other ones like Vanilla Doom, Chocolate Doom, and things like that. So if, if one doesn't work, you can always try another. Then you have to download the Doom one, so you can get the shareware version off of places like archive.org. But if you have, for example, the Steam version of Doom, like which is um, the ultimate Doom that I'm using to play 
Brutal Doom on now, you can download the uh, game from Steam and copy the WAD over to your local device. Um, and then download the WAD that you want to play. So in this case, Sprule Doom, or if you want to use Voxel Doom, you can do that. Or basically just any, as far as I can tell, any mod that used to work on Doom should work in this case because you're loading the Doom WAD and then you're do, um, also loading the um, add-on mod that you want to play. And um, Delta Touch via GZ Doom should just work. Um, I am using GZ Doom because it seems like it's the most compatible of the mods and there's no other interactions with the stuff that other mods do so the chocolate and vanilla ports um, didn't seem to do anything with the Brutal Doom mod. Z Doom seemed to work. Um, it has a few extra options which I was originally going to do but then I think I did a reset by accident and I couldn't find some of the extra texture mods and um, lighting and various other updates again so I was like, just forget it, I'll just play the GZ Doom version and take it from there. So that's what I'm doing now. But there's a lot of options to play around with. So if you're if you want to play the game on the go, then it's definitely worth checking out. Um, much like most gameplay, for me, playing with a Razer Kishi is the best way to go. Um, just because it's um, it's easy to play with a controller rather than on-screen on controls, but you do have that option to play with on-screen controls. Like, there are customization options to where, to, for where to put the joysticks and buttons and um, various other on-screen elements, so you can customize that to your needs and then play the game from there. So um, that's all there is for that. So if you follow along on the YouTube channel at PatelN01, uh, I'm so for, um, lately I've just been doing one level a day, but as time permits, I'm thinking of probably doing um, a couple extra levels um, if, like I said, time permitting, but I've just been doing um, single level gameplay so that I can explore the game a little bit more uh, patiently, get around to various enemies, find various secrets if I can, and things like that. So um, that's kind of the um, aim there, but the videos are up on the YouTube channel as they're ready. So. Um, you can play along with that and then I do have the playlist going so if you want to bookmark that um, then you can check up check the videos there and I'll have a link in the show notes as well so each week as I continue to play the game I'll have a link in the show notes to that you to the playlist so you can catch up that way as well but of course as most things ideally I would like if you subscribe to the channel so you get regular updates there as well so with that being said, um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I had a chance to finally finish um, finish playing, or not playing, but finish watching Game of Thrones. So I started quite literally at season one, episode one, worked my way through the entire season, or the entire show. And overall, I want to say that the show holds up as far as overall storylines, are character progressions, acting, scenery... Um, everything um, holds up as being a really good show so the popularity was really good um, so the first thing I want to get out of the way is the ending so for the most part while season 7 and 8 were probably the speediest of the episodes or the speediest of the seasons I actually found that I did not mind a lot of what they presented in there but it feels like that they could have gone a lot further a lot done a lot more even without the source material or at least presented source material or presented material for, to be filled in further at a later date so one of the things that stuck out to me was the that while the night king's death at art with our at aria's hands 
was a very good scene, well portrayed and all of that. The battle for Winterfell was very well done. The There could have been a lot more buildup as far as the interactions between the Night King and Bran. Um, having the Night King's um, mark on Bran was fine, but it feels like they could have expanded on that a lot more. So uh, we know about the creation of the Night King, but why does he want to... If, the Night King wants to kill everybody, then why does he need to kill Bran? If everyone's dead, then he shouldn't have to go after Bran, just kill everybody, and he doesn't have to worry about the history of Westeros, the history of the world, or anything like that. So that's why that part was kind of weird, to the point where I got to thinking that it feels like there was missing information in that whole um, time frame where they kind of explored things like um, if... Um, basically at the Battle of Hardhome, they know that they get their first taste of um, Dragonglass killing White Walker. Same thing with um, Sam killing the White Walker early on in the first few seasons. But if the Night King was as big of a threat as they imagined, shouldn't he have been smart enough to figure out that in all this time that they had time to prepare, it's possible that they figured out um, that Dragonglass can kill White Walkers. And so... Um, either he doesn't know that they know that, or, um, there's some other importance to Bran, or he wants the knowledge of Bran to look forward and backwards through time, have the full history of Westeros be able to. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. To look into, through um, Bran's eyes, and which reminded me of the whole thing from The Matrix that the reason why Agent Smith was a better villain in this kind of case is because he was going after the Oracle. He wants her eyes. He wants to be able to see everything and be able to have all that information handy to get more power. So 
the Night King kind of falls into that whole thing of just being another character that, or just another, basically just another boss fight that needs to, where he needs to be killed. Sure, he's a little bit harder to kill than, you know, a dragon or um, a bad guy that like Joffrey or another one of the kings of Westeros. So um, he should have, to me, he should have given been given that personality that he wants to go after Bran to have his eyes and be able to be the three-eyed raven to um, explore the worlds, go further and further into the worlds and take it over into the long night um even give him a, to the point where give him a voice and uh, be able to talk to brand that the children of the forest converted me to kill, go after the realms of men they couldn't do it so he's the you know he's the only ones like make him a nice watch guy or give him a conversation yeah it would be kind of tropey to have him have that big speech while talking to brand but give more perspective to the Three-Eyed Raven as the one who can stop him and give him more of a personality besides just a quiet person who doesn't talk. Because he realizes, for example, that none of these lords of, West of Westeros are able to kill him, give him that ego, and the only person he really cares about is Bran. So, you know, a few extra episodes or, you know, an extra episode to delve into that character, um, give more conversation between him and Bran and interactions and all of that. To expand on that story would have made that that much stronger um and then as far as the ending goes i actually still don't mind it to the point where it worked out the way it should um john realizes that daenerys is going to take over the world he loves her he's a targaryen he doesn't want it um so he kills the queen um and the best compromise for that was to send him back to the nice watch even though that was not a punishment um and keep everything else as is um except for one point which i'll get to so the thing that bothered me as well in the final couple of episodes or final episode was calling brand brand the broken it feels like that's kind of a messed up thing to call him because it undermines what he is what he's able to do and his visions and all that so i really thought they should have gone with something like call him um brand the builder brand the wise or even just can't, let's keep it simple and call him Bran the Three-Eyed Raven um, to the point where instead of making him the king, make John the king um, and have the whole arc with everybody and the Unsullied with Grey Worm to make Grey Worm realize that the queen that they swore to follow is not that same queen anymore. She's going to go after everybody, kill everyone. If everyone's the queen's enemies, then who are they going to who's going to be left over to rule so um spend the time to expand on things like that so while the content that's there was fine they could have they should not have shortened it and they should have expanded on things like that so make john the king because and expand on the whole thing that because he doesn't want it is why he would be a good king bring the night's watch back into the fold um as not necessarily a king's guard but as that punishment but you know rebuild use that to rebuild the order or make the unsullied the night's watch um because of their abilities to protect the kingdom and make them the protectors of the kingdom kind of thing you know but also to that point it was a pretty jerk move for sansa to take the north the whole thing with bran you're my brother i love you but this the north will not bend the knee again overlooks the whole thing that she was trying to say that 
Bran's from the north. He's a Stark. The north will follow um, him as their king. So to make him the king of Westeros, the north would follow him because of all the criteria that she's trying to claim that the north needs to follow. So the Winterfell and the north could have been kept in the fold. Um, it's okay to make... Or it would have been good to make Sansa the wardeness of the North. But keep the North in the kingdom. They're going to follow Bran because he's a Stark. He has his wisdom. He's He knows them just as well as anybody else. So even with Jon being king of the, nor the North, the North could have followed him. Sansa would have remained wardeness of the North. And Bran's role would have been, you know, Grand Maester, Grand Historian, anything you want to oversee the Citadel and all of that. So he he's all part of that. Even make Sam, you know, Hand of the King because of his friendship with Jon. As far as Tyrion's punishment goes, um, that's fine. The alternative would have been to make him um leader of the night's watch or leader of the military master of coin anything like that give him that role but still make him fall under brand to uh or fall under you know john and uh gray worm or anybody have him report to everyone for all that matters you know just to make him pay for his crimes but his mind would have been one of those things to keep in play in the kingdoms but as um um Sansa said he was the best of the Lannisters, so give him the chance to add further redemption. So, um, with that being said, overall, I thought um, this time around his character arc was probably the best from you know season one all the way to the end. Um, I did, still didn't like the redemption arc for Jamie, how that ended, just because it looked like he was doing a really good job as far as the redemption going to Winterfell um, joining up helping them going against his sister and then he goes back to Cersei so it didn't it feels like she he could have um gone back to her to try and redeem her again take like even lie about it and say that yeah we're gonna escape we're gonna go on this boat and take him or take her to Winterfell or take her to Daenerys to answer for her crimes or something along those lines but and I thought that was the, um, I, I just didn't like that this time around. I don't remember how I felt before, but I thought I, I thought it could have been better handled. Um, as far as best events in the series, um, Tyrion's trial by far is the best arc, um, just because of the whole thing about from you know Joffrey's wedding all the way up until the Mountain kills Oberyn. So just everything in between, and then. Killing Tywin, the fallout, Tyrion's speech, um, and all of that. Just that, I want to say, is the gold standard for um, acting and performance and stories in the show. Um, I did like the Battle of the Bastards and Jon's revival and ending that with Jon saying, and now my watch has ended. So um, that resolves all of that story arc and finally gives Sansa the, uh, the ability to grow outside of all the stories and events that led them to that point um otherwise i did like you know lady olena's confession to jamie about killing joffrey so um the between the music the following jamie through the castle and then getting to lady lady olena their discussion and all of that um and then from here there wasn't i was trying to think of a couple more that stood out um, so things like the Night King converting Viserion to a white dragon was really good. So I just like that 
ending with uh, touching the dragon and an eye opening to blue and then tearing down the wall and all of that. And then to round it out, I thought Viserys is wanting his promise crown from Khal Drogo or Khal Drogo um, stands out just because um, early on that, or basically because that starts Daenerys's fit, uh, visual transformation to being a Khaleesi, uh, stepping out from under her brother's shadow, not being a follower or anything like that, and just uh, working her way um, up and becoming um, the Khaleesi that she was meant to be. So all of that was that part was a, was a, basically a good launching point for her. So. That covers just about everybody. Um, Arya's story was good. I liked how, how she her story arc ended for um, the Faceless Men and taking out the House of Frey to, or um, F Lord Frey to um, say Winter is coming for or Winter came for House Frey, but also round out the uh, Vengeance story arc for the Red Wedding. So that was a call, good callback there, um, and. So between that and Daenerys telling Jorah to find the cure for Grayscale and Sam curing it, we're good runners up as well. So that was a good connection as well for um, Sam and Jorah as far as um, the connection to Lord Commander Mormont. Um, the connection later where Danny admits to Sam that um, she killed his um, father and brother. Uh, John not knowing about it and all of that. So the story, so the show actually was really good about connecting all the story points, uh, remembering stuff that happened to, um, you know, like whether it was two episodes or two seasons ago, the show kept really good track of all of those interactions and things like that. So um, definitely a show worth the rewatch. So for me, while I don't agree with the whole show being too fast at the end, because of the whole travel business. Um, I think they could have filled in the show with more episodes and more content. Um, whether it was ready or not with um, George R.R. R. Martin. It feels like they could have done the reverse thing where because they didn't have the, any source material to base the show off of. They could have worked with him to expand on what the show was showing. And then by the time George gets to that point in the books. Um, write it out and explain it expand on it to give more context but don't cut content from the show don't make it longer or don't make it shorter don't you know make episodes longer to you know finish the story faster so i think things like that kind of made it fall apart originally i was going to say that the show kind of started going downhill from well actually it still holds um that the show kind of went downhill from the last um the last of the stars the battle of winterfell basically from that episode on is kind of where it went downhill because um essentially you don't have content and they're just rushing to finish it um season seven was okay if they had kind of rearranged it they could have had a couple more episodes in there to keep it even but just things like that if they had kept the content level going to explain things like that and give you know, for me, the Night King more content, so he's just not just a random boss fight to finish. It would have made the show that much better, and it kind of would have abated the whole thing that they're trying to rush the ending and finish it off. So that's all there is for this particular episode. So if you have any questions, comment, feedback, um, or anything like that, and what do you think of my analysis of Game of Thrones? Do you think I'm totally wrong? Uh, what did you like, dislike? Um, 
about the show, how do you think it ended, you can give your feedback to or uh, reply to the post on social media by visiting the site at headphonesneal.reviews where all the social media links are there. Um, I do need to update the site with a link to my Threads account. I'm going to give it another shot or a little bit longer. They did uh, push out an update recently where you can switch between all followers or recommended followers and just whoever you're following. So I'm going to give it another shot. Um, but the, the social media links that I'm currently on are on the website as well as, as well links to the YouTube channel, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. And as always, as a patron, you get early access to the show, as well as an ad-free version of the show, which can be found at patreon.com slash patelman01. But that is all for this particular episode. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.